Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. Today I had the uh, privilege of speaking to Amanda Eaton, who is a uh, Rio Grande Valley uh, resident who lives in Los Fresnos, which is sort of between Brownsville and uh, South Padre Island, just for those of you who are playing along and like to look at maps. Um, she's pretty amazing. She hasn't been running for that long. Um, but when she does, she ends up winning a lot of races. And so that's kind of cool. And she's very humble about it. Um, my friend, Cheryl Lee, uh, who will be on the pod next week, um, told me about her. And, um, so she was delightful. And, um, what else can I say about her? Yeah, she's, uh, I, I guess most notably she won Habanero hundred, which, um, <laughs> it's kind of cool that Habanero was won by two Valley residents uh, last year, which is August of 2022, um, because she and Art Hurtado, who has been on this show um, a while ago, you know, not I don't know, about six months ago, something like that, um, both won the race. And so this is a 100 mile race uh, that is on a ranch with a lot of sand. Let me just warn you. Um, it's in August, like mid August in Texas starts at noon. Yeah, I know. I, I, I can't imagine it either. And, and I've run out at that ranch before, but that was like in November or February. And I can't imagine trying to do anything out of that ranch, <laughs> uh, during that time of year. But anyway, yeah. So Amanda was sort of, uh, undaunted by all of this and, uh, yeah, she won. Um, and she's won a couple of other races. Uh, you know, again, she's just sort of like this lucky rookie, I guess. And, um, she's really fun to talk to. So anyway, I'm just going to shut up and let you guys listen to my interview with Amanda right now. Yeah. We're recording. Okay. So I am with the award-winning Amanda Eaton. Um, I looked up your uh, looked up your stats on Ultra Sign Up, and you've won a few races. <laughs> like, I have, but I've only done a few. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I don't usually talk to people that win the races, so um, <laughs> pretty exciting. So uh, you are in the, the Rio Grande Valley. I am. What part? Uh, I live in Los Fresnos. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. I used to live in Edinburgh, so that's, that's necessarily, okay. and you know, the whole gang, you know, but I'm up in San Antonio now. So I've been up here for almost six years. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. So I'm up here with the land of uh, hills and rocks and whatnot. And it's <laughs> a little different. Yeah. We need some of that here. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, Sullivan city, we, I, I know that's really far for you guys, but um, what's that one place in, in Harlingen that we used to run? Um, you know, um, McAlvey Park. Yes. Yes. Has some hills. It's the uh, uh, mountain bike course, but yeah. Right. Yeah. That wasn't too bad, but yeah. Sullivan city, which I realized is probably like an hour or so from where you are, but that's where we used to go to, you know, practice on hills and technical uh -huh. stuff and whatnot and get chased by, um, motocross people. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. Anyway, so uh, anyway, so it's very nice to meet you. And uh, so let's talk a little bit about your, um, are you from Los Fresnos or? I'm not. I'm from the south suburbs of Chicago. 
nice okay I'm from Cincinnati so yeah let's let's hear it for the Midwest so (laughs) how did you end up in Los Fresnos from um Um, well after college I moved to Fort Worth um just for Texas cheaper cost of living and then I came down here for the beach of course of course yeah 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 I get it um and how long were you in Chicago um until I was uh 24 Okay. So I've been in Texas a long time. I moved to Texas in 2006. Okay. That's about when I, yeah, I moved in 2004. So yeah, we're about the same. Yeah. I mean, I I was Ohio, Florida, and then Texas. Yeah. So, um, and you said you went to school um, or college? I went to University of Illinois. Okay. Yeah. Where's that? Um, It's about two hours south of Chicago in the middle of some cornfields. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well my dad's from east st louis so if that makes any okay. sense yeah okay. <laughs> yeah we used to spend every summer driving this is like in the 70s but you know a long time ago but yeah we used to spend uh you know summers driving back from cincinnati to east st louis and just kind of seeing less <laughs> and less of the place uh yeah so i'm very familiar with illinois uh so uh yeah my aunt lived in uh fairview heights which again is is kind of like on that Illinois Missouri border but anyway but uh anyway so so how do you like Los Fresnos I like it we like it yeah yeah so when you say we you mean your husband and yourself Mm -hmm. and my sons I have a identical twin boys how old um they're gonna be 10 in June oh fun that must be challenging I guess I don't know I don't have kids so I just can only imagine Um, I mean, as far as the twin thing is, it's all I know. Um, and in a lot of ways, I think it like helps because they always have somebody. Yeah. Know? They've got a buddy. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, are they identical twins or are they, they just- are identical? Okay. Um, they don't look so much identical these days because one of them is a little bit bigger and chubbier. <laughs> but they are identical. That's okay. No, that's fine. So, uh, so tell me about your running career then. Um, how did you, um, you know, again, you, you seem like you're a very accomplished runner. You just turned 40, right? Is that correct? I just turned 41. 41. Okay. When? Um, March, March 1st. All right. (laughs) Birthday late. So, yeah. So, um, so how did you get into running? Um, well, I've been running, running since I was a kid. I've been okay. I started running in sixth grade. Um, I was kind of a chunky kid. Really, I can't. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not like a good. I mean, I, people now would say, Amanda, yes, you are a good athlete, but I'm not like a traditional good athlete. I have no hand-eye coordination. I never played sports or anything, and so um, I, I grew up on five acres. And so I literally, my mom wouldn't let me run down the street because it was like a country dirt road. And so I literally started running, running around our property. That's so cool. Um, So it kind of came easy to you then, right? Well, no, I mean, it definitely wasn't easy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, when I first started, I obviously couldn't make it very far. Um, But I I don't know, it's just something I've always... um, I've always enjoyed pushing myself, I guess that. Um, and so then I was on track and cross country, but, um, I was pretty mediocre, um, at those, <laughs> <laughs> but you stuck with it. Yes. I stuck with it. And, it why, did you, and why did you stick with it? Because it was something that was kind of hard, but you felt like, well, I could maybe still do. Yeah. That. Yeah. And then, you know, just, uh, 
making the, you know, the friendship and camaraderie of it. Yeah. Yeah. So were you a uh, road runner at first and then kind of transitioned to being a uh, trail runner or how did that? I would, yeah, for sure. I would definitely still consider myself a road runner. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Sometimes runs trails. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, if you look at, you know, the races that I've done so far to this point, as far as like trails and ultras, I'm certainly not doing super technical. I haven't done really technical courses, but you're fast. <laughs> um, so like I managed at Habanero, I managed to trip on like the one route out there and like face plant down the little hill. <laughs> so, the sand, the sand's the thing out I there. Know, oh, I know. Well, um, that and the heat and everything else. Yeah. I'm mean, Oh my God. How did you train for that one? Um, so I'm a teacher, which okay. allows to run in the middle of the days throughout the summer, but I'm kind of, everyone always gives me a hard time. I don't like to wake up to run. Um, so I'm not somebody who is out there waking up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., running before work. I don't. I run after. Uh-huh. Um, and then even on the weekends, like tomorrow, if I do a long run, I might end up running at 1 or, or at 11 a.m. or noon. That's like um, me. <laughs> And then you're like heat training, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm the jerk who's out there doing it just because I won't get up, which is part of why I chose that race. I was like, hey, I can totally do no. this. But that was wise. No, I mean, you, 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 yeah, you, you've got that uh, in your head and you know how to do it. Um, so, uh, so what do you teach? Um, I teach high school biology, chemistry, and physics. Ooh, we're at. Um, and South Texas ISD medical professions. It's a, um, a charter high school for like students who want to go into the medical field. Yeah. And that's in, is that also in Los Fresnos then, or? Part of it's in Olmito, which is like right out, right yeah. between Los Fresnos and Brownsville. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I love that area. I know. I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so obviously your training, um, for habanero was you know just like kind of born out of the <laughs> unwillingness to get up and train at 4 a.m or whatever so um but i think that's smart you know it's so funny because you and art won you know habanero last year like these two valley people like yeah let's go out in the heat <laughs> well yeah and i mean he's outside all the time so he was like i can do this too <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my God. So how did that, was that your first attempt at Habanero? I, I, mm-hmm. Okay. So what on earth made you decide to sign up for a hundred mile race in the um, middle of August at noon? <laughs> I honestly had never like doing a hundred miles was certainly never something that was even on my radar. Um, and then, um, and part of it was, I was like, I don't think I could like be running through the night. Like I just, I didn't have an interest in doing that. Um, and then after I did, um, Brazos last April as my first hundred K, I was still like, I don't know. Um, but that was cause of like blisters and stuff. I was just like, I can't imagine going 40 more miles, um, on these feet, what happened? <laughs> Um, and blisters blisters, blisters ended up being a big problem at Habanero for me as well. But I don't know afterwards, um, with how well I did, I, at Brazos, I kind of like had that high of, okay, I'm going to go for it. 
<laughs> Why not? I didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so how did it feel going through that race? I mean, again, I just can't even fathom, um, you know, trying something as challenging as that one. Um, so, I mean, how's your mental game? I mean, do you, was that, you know, even part of the equation or was it just more of the ability and just, I think for me, it's, um, my mental toughness is really what allows me to do these things. It's not athletic ability at all. It's um, very true. <laughs> it's 100%, um, the, the grit. And I, I consider myself having a very good ability to suffer. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> so what do you, where do you think that comes from? Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I just, I never thought I would do habanero because I don't like seven IL. Yeah. I really, I really hate it there. Not I a big actually, fan either. Yeah. Um, I did my first 50 K there as well, but it was supposed to be Brazos. It was during, it was in 2021 and they moved it there because of COVID. I did the 30 K that time. Yes. And, and I knew it was going to be real Sandy art had told me and like nothing prepares you for it. I was like, okay, I trained on beach sand. Yeah, I, I did for that. But still, <laughs> I think like 12, 12 miles in after the first two loops, I came back to our little camp and I told my husband, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like I don't know if I can do this. Like I felt so defeated because of all the sand. Oh, it's awful. Um, and then by mile 20, I was like, okay, I can do this. But I remember I was like taking like stupid videos of the cow, like talking to the cows and telling them like, this is the dumbest idea I've ever had and sending them to my sister. And I was like, I will never go back to that place. And then of course, I just go over there and do it. Of course you did. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah that was and that was like in November too right um no that one was in April oh in April okay I did I okay I guess I did one that was in November uh that they was moved like, another one there yeah I don't yeah, know maybe it was Brazos yeah maybe that was I don't know I can't remember but yeah so I ended up doing a 30k out there and I was like okay this really is not fun you know but um cool so um so what do you, what do you think the uh, hardest races that you've ever done to date? Um, I mean, it would, I would definitely say it was Habanero. Um, did you think you're going to win it? I didn't. I was just hoping to survive. Um, you know, <laughs> I was hoping to finish and I, I really, I did believe that I could finish. Um, you know, I, I never really thought that I wouldn't finish, but you just never know what can happen, you know, on the type of heat. I had a real hard time, like, eating anything um, because it's so hot. That. It's just, it felt gross to eat. Um, no, I get so it. That was kind of a worry at some points because I, I did not, like, take in enough at all, Um, I don't think. Um, But going into it, no, my goal was just to finish. Um. My big goal was to finish under 24 hours, which I did squeak in. That's great. Really, That's, amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So how was your training plan for that? I mean, 
what did you use one or did you have I did I or... used one off of like that I bought off of training peaks art and I did the same one um except for he did the advanced version um right. so of course because he's hard yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did like the intermediate or beginner one that's good um, yeah and so the big thing was learning how to I have a I'm one of those people who has a real high heart rate when I run mm. um and I can run a half marathon or run a full full marathon like in you know with a 185 heart rate Ooh, wow <laughs> <That's impressive. laughs> um, but obviously you can't do that for 24 hours and not in that kind of heat no. so the biggest thing for me was learning how to control that so I had to start doing a lot of intervals uh-huh. um, and then so I just playing around with running and walking or jogging and walking um and then finding out like what mentally felt the best mm -hmm. as far as the run walk. Um, I ended up getting COVID, which I hadn't had. I managed to escape it this whole time. Um, probably almost maybe like, mm, I don't know if it was six weeks before. And I got a lot sicker than I thought I would. Like I was oh. real sick. Um, oh. And it was right before um, what would have been like my longest run where I would have tried to do 40 to 50 miles. Sure. Yeah. And so I obviously couldn't do it. We pushed it back. And I had some friends who um, went and supported me at one of our local trials um, when I was going to try to do it. And that day, I still just wasn't like 100%. And so the longest run I did um, was 36. I threw in the towel at 36 that day. <laughs> and so I was definitely um, undertrained. <laughs> Yeah, maybe undertrained. I just going into it, like I didn't necessarily feel like I was in good shape. <laughs> like, you know, I had felt like I'd just been sluggish and blah. Sick. Um, yeah, I mean, good Lord. Yeah. But mentally, I knew that like I could take the pain. That's awesome. That's amazing. So, how do you use that uh, mental? thing is that like another do you use that in other parts of your life or how do you you know apply that um I'm, yeah, again as someone speaking as someone who is really having a lot of trouble with her own mental game uh these days uh I'm curious I always like to ask people this um I think I don't know I mean I think I've just always like I'm a super type A personality and I definitely um, was one of those people who always put a lot of pressure on myself um, to be successful and to be the best. But I think um, going into these kinds of things, I've learned to get rid of all of that mm -hmm. um, and where it's just like about doing it and trying to find ways to enjoy it. Um, I do most of my running alone. So it's, very boring, very lonely out there. And so obviously having lots of, lots of conversations with my crazy self. <laughs> no, that's good. No, I mean, that's what you got to do. Um, do you listen to music or anything? I do. I do listen to music. I don't know how, I mean, I couldn't go that whole time without it. No. Um, and I did, I listened to music on and off in Habanero. Um, the one thing that was, I really enjoyed about that and going that distance and having to walk and stuff because of the heat it was the first time I ever talked to people during a oh, race yeah. it's so fun to make friends I never like yeah I never made friends in a race before and it was really cool 
Oh, I love it. Yeah. I call it summer camp friends. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, no, that's good. And it's nice to hear that you actually had to walk some of it too. So. Oh yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I planned right from the start to walk. Right. No, I mean, you have to, especially, yeah. I mean, but it's funny because people that don't run will ask, did you, did you sleep? Did you eat? Did you walk? You know, Cause they don't really know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. But um, so did you have your husband and, and uh, son out there supporting you? My boys were not there. I thought it would just be too much for them. But my husband was there. My sister flew in from Chicago, Oh, which was really neat. And then um, Shirley was there um, and she yeah. was my pacer for the last, I don't know, maybe a little over 30 oh, she's miles. The best. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm talking to her on Monday. So yeah, I'm looking forward okay, to that. Yeah. So that was yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. and she helped with a lot of things. I have a lot of um lower back problems. Hmm. Um, I have degenerative disc disease and my pelvis is all like out of whack. And so that leads to a lot of running and injury problems, which as I've gotten older, I've learned a lot of ways to you know, fix it and prevent it and remedy it and just be able to keep going. Um, but probably 25 miles into Habanero, my back was just like killing me. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, so like I laid down and Shirley was giving me a massage and stuff and stretching me. So it was it's really good. good so important. Yeah. Were you using pain relievers at all? If I can ask. I did. <laughs> I did take ibuprofen and I, I, I get biofreeze, it. <laughs> which was the biofreeze was actually really awesome because of the heat. Oh yeah. I yeah, yeah. thought about how it would feel good. And then at night when there was like the little breeze coming through, yeah. finally, the biofreeze was nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think my, my, like when I do at least 50 K I like midway through I'm doing, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> dose of because it's just sort of like, yeah, no, people are like, no. I know. So people, <laughs> don't try this at home kids, but it's, it's true. It's like, you kind of have to, you know? So, um, so what do you think your, um, your next race is going to be? Or do you, I mean, I'm assuming um, I'm looking at maybe doing, um, the Captain Carl's night race, the Perdinellis one. Yeah. Um, I've never done that. I've never done a, just a straight night race. Um, and Fun. so, um, one, I like it there. Um, but I know that's obviously the easiest of the series, which I think is probably a good start. I don't know. I would like to say that maybe, um, mule shoe might be the easier. Okay. One. Well, they yeah. claim that that one, they claim that they get harder each time. Um, and well, that's in the 30k series so yeah I, okay. <laughs> um and so I was looking at the 60k and then if I survived that um I have a friend who didn't finish at rebel ranch last year yeah um, so I I would maybe go back and try that with him that one have you ever run out there <laughs> it's like running on the moon um <laughs> it really is it's like, I just I tried the 60k I'm not trying you're, you're a very different kind of runner from my, from what I am, but yeah, I tried to do the, the 60 K out there. I don't know. It was probably like seven years ago. And I had on these shoes that were just like too big mm -hmm. and the, the first, um, iteration of the speed goat, okay. that Vibram soul. And I was like in clown shoes and I kept <laughs> hitting the rocks and bouncing up and, and projecting myself down like a rocket, you know? 
And yeah, after, <laughs> after one loop of whatever it was, 12 miles or whatever, I just said, okay, I got to quit. It took me four hours. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> I, I, I have full confidence that you'll be fine. Yeah. I'm going to be volunteering out of those okay. and doing probably the 10 Ks or something like that. Well, yeah. yeah. No. So I'm stupid. I didn't know anything about it. And I was talking to no, they're fine. and I was like, I was like, how bad can it be? It says it's a ranch. And he started laughing at me. He was like, oh my God, it's all rocks. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. There's so much fun. I, I really, really love the vibe of those races because again, it's, it's a little different than a trot race. Okay. Cause you know, it, you don't get as many people out there at, at those, but I don't know. It's that was like my first, what I would call big boy trail race. Uh, okay. I did that in 2012 out of Colorado Bend. Um, I just did the 10 K, but it was just like, oh, I love this scene. These people are so cool. And, you know, it was just fun. Yeah. And so, I mean, and I have a very close spot in my heart for the guys at Tejas. Um, not that I don't like the trot guys or anything, but you know, they're, they're my, they're my folks. Okay. So, uh, yeah. And I love, well, PJ, who is one of the race directors is from the Valley. He's from Mercedes. Okay. okay. Yes. Yes. And he's like 29. I mean, funny story I'll tell you real quick I got him in trail racing okay so he and I uh we did the wobble gobble uh with Cheryl Lee um I forget how many years ago it's probably like seven or eight years ago and we volunteered and all that and then I dragged him up to um Camp Eagle which is <laughs> if you really love rocks and hills that's the one to try uh anyway um so i dragged him up there and somebody else and um we we did my first uh aid station where i was the captain which was terrifying okay. but uh but anyway he he got so into it that he was just like he kept coming back i mean he was like me you know he's like oh i love this but then he ended up quitting his job and ended up becoming one of the race directors at tape wow. <laughs> God love him. I mean, yeah, and he's just awesome. I mean, all those guys. Yeah, I mean, and I love Cal, you know, and and Rob. Those guys are great too at Trot, you know. So I mean, but yeah, there's just something about the guys at Tejas that you know, it's a little closer to my heart. But well, I would look forward to seeing you out there. Then I'll be cheering. Yeah. You up. I'll probably be working at the finish line. Most likely is they usually got me doing. But um, yeah, I think the big thing with that one is just the heat training. But you're so used to that. Yeah. You should be okay because I know the <laughs> the first time I tried the 30k out there, I was driving up with some people from the valley and they were like, Oh yeah, so and so they were like throwing up at Hell's Hills. And I'm like, Why would you throw up at a race? That's so dumb, you know. Well, about eight hours later, guess who's puking on the side of the trail and had to like <laughs> DNF the 30k because I, I had to quit five miles from the uh, finish. I could not move. I was just I tried to walk it and it felt like the people that I was walking with were like, you know, going a hundred miles an hour. I was like, okay, this ain't, this ain't happening, you know, <laughs> anyway, not to scare you or anything. I'm just, yeah, again, I'm older than you. So <laughs> I got a good 20 years on you. So you're, yeah, you're going to be fine. You know, just stay hydrated and you know, the, yeah. you know the well, my biggest concern will, like I said, be dealing with the terrain um, for both of them and not doing it at night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, headlamp is good. Um, yeah. We used to carry like a little flashlight too. Sometimes um, I have seen some people use those little waistband uh, lamps too. I haven't tried that yet, but 
Um, it's just a <laughs> piece of advice from somebody who's been around for a long time and, you know, not that good at it, but, you know, um, but yeah, the Captain Carl series is just, yeah, it, you should really try doing all four because you can get the buckle and, um, yeah, I mean, and then they have like a, um, you know, an award ceremony and stuff. If you finish all four and you may, cause not everybody finishes all four. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, not only do you get the buckle, but then you might also get some other, you know, sort of awards. I'm just saying, you know, just something to think about, but, okay. yeah. but I love it. Um, after Habanero, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm never, I'm for sure never going, coming back to this place. <laughs> <laughs> but then of course as time goes on you forget how oh, yeah. wonderful you were and I, I do actually really want to go back um I can't this year it just doesn't work out with um my schedule it's have you done jackalope yet I haven't um, I did that I did that one this year I did the six hour and that was okay. kind of fun that was kind of fun yeah, yeah. you might but enjoy I, that yeah I yeah. really think um well with both I had really wanted to go back and do the 100k at Brazos oh, or, right. as well I really think I could have like I don't want to sound cocky but I really think I could have broke went back and broke the course record by like a oh lot. that's amazing I'm I, sure I messed around a lot because one it was my first and I was trying to enjoy the experience but you know I was we are yeah <laughs> clothes when I didn't need to be and all all sorts of things that I didn't need to be doing at Brazos for sure um but they got rid of it in April, like they moved it to where the December one will have yeah, yeah, hundreds. Yeah. Um, and in December, I'm going to do the hundred miler. <gasps> oh, that's so cool. That's exciting. Yeah. I've, I've done the 50 out there at least once. Um, I tried the 50 this year and then I got these giant blisters underneath my big toenails and, oh, yeah. and so I had to drop because I was trying to do snow drop, um, you know, that mm -hmm. thing going <laughs> If you've got a good mental game, Snowdrop is your race. Let me okay. just say, um, it is not mine, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but it's fun. It's nice because it's flat, you know, and again, being a Valley person, you know, you might enjoy that one. Um, just yeah. something to think about, but, uh, and Brazos might be a good, you know, warm up for that one. So just okay. you know, listen to me throwing out advice. Like yeah, I, our, uh, our one hill is a, uh, is an overpass. <laughs> Yeah, we used to do that. Yeah, that's what we all run on is this one. Callan, yeah, we used to do this this one on Second Street. Oh yeah, no, I I totally get it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I lived in in the valley for about thirteen years, so you know, I I get all those challenges, and that's why I really admire you guys for you know going up to you guys. Yeah, you know, those of you who live in the valley, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, and again, I still kind of consider myself part of a valley person, and. uh you know, just seeing people come up and doing really well at those um, hill country races and things like that. I mean, because that's hard because, I mean, there's really not a lot of places for no, us you know, for all. to train, you know. So, yeah, McKelvey is okay, but, you know, Sullivan City is okay, but, yeah. you know, it's not like that's around the corner, you know. No, so and you're running like at McKelvey, it's a million tiny little loops. <laughs> no, I get, yeah. So it's, <laughs> so it's although the the loops do help with your mental training I think so yeah so there's that so what do your students think about you doing all this or do they know they do know um yeah they know um they think it's cool yeah yeah do they understand what you're doing I mean um yes and no like it, I mean I think it's hard for 
a lot of people to grasp like what running a hundred, you know, running a hundred miles is like. Um, In the so heat, yes. <laughs> they think I'm crazy, but I think they already know I'm crazy. So <laughs> that's awesome, though. No, that's that's cool. Um, so do your kids run? Um, sometimes I, cause I force them to, they don't like running. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Yeah. We go through phases where I'm like, okay, come on, we're going to like sign up for a 5k together. Um, and then we'll start training and then they'll be like, mom, no. And they get all grumpy. <laughs> and, um, so we'll do like little walk run ratios and I'll have to like, be like, having them chant I can do hard things <laughs> that's awesome no I love it and your husband is he a runner no <laughs> he's just my cheer team no that's good it's important it's that's significant no that's that's awesome so wow um so is there anything else that uh you would like to throw in you know about your um you know running career that I've not asked you about I mean I feel like I've kind of got like uh -huh blasted through this name I don't really think so it's I it's weird I don't feel like I have a I mean I don't have a running career <laughs> no but you're but you're still pretty significant for winning a lot of the races that you you know are trying for the first time so I mean I don't yeah. really meet a lot of people like that and so I think that makes you what I would call an extraordinary person in my uh you know uh, podcast Thank language you. Yeah. you know so um no but I, I I really appreciate you reaching out to me and um yeah, it was funny when I put that, uh, I put out a post last week, you know, asking people to, you know, hey, do you want to be interviewed, blah, blah, blah. And then I, mean, I got inundated. I mean, I've got like a list of people sitting here. It's just like, wow, okay. You know, and so I'm just trying to like juggle people, but it was, it was a nice problem to have. I mean, of course, Cheryl Lee told me about you and, um, and she had a couple of other people. So I'm still trying to get that all set up, but then I'm going to talk to her. And then I've got somebody else tomorrow and I got two people on Monday and I talked to somebody yesterday. Wow. So yeah, I know. So it's kind of picking up. It makes me excited because my own running career right now is sort of, I don't want to say stalled, but it's like, I went out and tried to run today and I I've got the worst allergies. And so I just could not stop sneezing. And so I was just like, okay, <laughs> Hill, hill, hill country and allergies is bad for me every oh. time I go up there for Even a valley yeah up with Sudafed to go run in hill country I don't know what it is up there though that bothers me because it's tree pollen yeah it's yeah there's just all kinds of stuff up here and yeah and of course I'm so dumb because I forget to take my medicine and so now I've on, I'm on my medicine, you know, like the Claritin D, like the serious uh -huh. stuff. And, and yeah, so now I feel a lot better. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, maybe tomorrow I'll go and try to do this, you know, but yeah. So I've been, you know, interested, but I, but I, I still love the sport and I love talking to people about it and, um, you know, want to continue it. It's just <laughs> right now it's been sort of interesting with all the allergies and I'm slightly injured and all this other stuff. So it's like, oh. but, um, anyway, well, um, let me, I'm going to stop recording right now. <laughs> All right. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Amanda Eaton. Um, I really did a uh, funny, funny little aside. I was listening to my uh, interview with uh, Kenny Gardner from last week. And um, I don't know if it's because I was doing that interview in person or what, but I did a lot of what I tell my students never to do, which is to active listen uh, and what I mean by that is go, oh, really? 
oh, you know, just do these like verbal ticks almost, you know, where you're you know, trying to show that you're, you know, try to reassure your, your interviewee that you are paying attention, et cetera. And which is great when you are a print reporter, like I was for many years. And it's great. I mean, because, you know, I think people enjoy that. They enjoy knowing that, you know, somebody is seeing them or acknowledging them. Um, unfortunately, when you do this with a, um, audio environment or even a video environment, it's kind of annoying. And so I have to apologize because I listened to most of that interview with Kenny, which I thought was one of my favorite interviews. Um, but I was kind of put off by my own self. And uh, yeah, so I have to apologize about that. So eh. anyway, yeah. And again, I'm forever telling my students, don't be like me. Uh, when I was making my thesis film, uh, in graduate school, because again, my my master's is in documentary filmmaking, más o menos. Um, I can remember my, one of my um, teammates saying to me, are you planning to be in the film? And I'm like, not really. And so he's like, well, you just need to stop throwing in your asides because otherwise we're going to have to edit all that out. And I'm just like, oh, for the love of God. You know, and it's hard going from being a print oriented interviewer to somebody who is dealing with audio and video. And, um, and I admit that. And sometimes I catch some of my students doing the same thing. And, um, yeah, and I still found myself doing it, even though I've told people not to. So the other, the other pro tip I'm just going to throw out there today, <laughs> so dumb, it has nothing to do with anything, but if you're shooting video with your phone, for the love of God, please hold it horizontally. Do not hold it vertically. If you're at a concert and I see you holding your phone vertically, I'm probably going to slap it out of your hand. I won't, but it just makes me want to, okay? Because here's the thing. It's like if you shoot it vertically, it's going to look like somebody's stuck in a closet and they can't get out. Like, <clears throat> um, yeah, so anyway, just try to use that visual. Um. But if you shoot it horizontally, then it kind of gives it room to breathe. Anyway, there's my pro tip that you can throw away and you know, or stick in your back pocket and remember the next time you go to a concert, because who knows, I might be right behind you and getting mad. Um, <laughs> anyway, as for me, uh, I've got like less than two weeks until Flying Pig 10k i have not run in a couple of weeks i mean it's just been embarrassing well and, it, and it's not just because i don't want to run it, it, i've really been you know nursing this injury and i have to say today sunday i'm feeling pretty okay and um again i've been doing a ton of strength training um indoor cycling the rowing classes um trx kettlebells that whole you know nine yards um and so I feel pretty good. I mean, I feel like, wow, I'm, you know, today, this morning I took a 50 minute, um, strength training class and I was like in a flop sweat and I did a cycling class yesterday and I was in a flop sweat. So I'm just like, okay, I can do this. I mean, I'm not completely, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, you know, slacking or anything like that. It's just, you know, the running has just been sort of an issue. Um, and also it's weird. The weather here, I, this is a weird, this has been a very weird, uh, season. Um, 
it's probably the wettest spring I have ever seen uh, in the time I've lived in San Antonio. And I mean, we've been just getting these like incredible Florida-like storms um, coming through and I've been having to cut my grass. In fact, I had to go out and buy a battery operated or battery powered uh, lawnmower last week because my little you know, granny style real more was just not ha ha cutting it. Um, yeah, I know. Anyway, it's, um, and, and yeah, so this little lawnmower is pretty good. It's a Ryobi, I think they call it. I don't know. It's R-Y-O-I-B-I. And, um, it came with two batteries. Um, thank God, because, uh, the first time I used it, uh, it was, I burned out the battery on the first try, um, but I think I was cutting the grass too close. And so yesterday when I cut the grass because I knew we were going to get a front and it was going to rain a lot of this week, this coming week, I was just like, all right, I'm going to, you know, raise that, that blade level. So it's not quite as, you know, tight. I don't want to burn my grass out either. I know. Gardening with Donna. Donna has no idea about any of this, but I'm just telling you what's true in my experience anyway. Um, but yeah, so, so, uh, yeah, so we've had this weird front that came through this morning and, you know, aside from the, you know, requisite lightning and thunder and, you know, truckloads of rain, um, it's just kind of been making, you know, it very difficult to think about cutting your grass or anything like that or going out and running. Um, and it's really dropped the temperatures, uh, temperatures, sorry. Um, I mean, normally at this time of year, end of April, for heaven's sakes, you know, we're in the, uh, upper seventies to the low nineties, but you know, today we're in the, you know, upper fifties or something. And it's like, wow, this is weird. You know? So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know it's going to last a few days and then it's going to, you know, shake itself out and hopefully this will be the end of it. Um, we are in what they call a La Nina pattern uh, of weather. And so that could mean a wet, cooler summer, which honestly, after last summer, which was a hundred degrees pretty much every day from May until September, I'd welcome it. Um, I mean, my yard has never looked better. And so I'm really excited about this part. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just something to adjust to. And so I'm just not sure how to feel about all this. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So I, I am going to run this week. I swear to God, I will. Um, and then, yeah. So I've got that flying pig, mar um, 10 K not marathon. Jeez. Uh, you know, coming up, uh, on my nephew's 17th birthday on May 6th. And, um, yeah, it's kind of a, a very quick trip back to Ohio and, um, you know, just to mainly see my family, et cetera. And, um, you know, do a little running, you know, back on the home base, um, which interestingly is fairly close. I mean, and again, this is a road race. So it's like, you know, I was telling my sister the other day, you know, she's like, well, how long do you think, you know, it'll be, you know, cause they're going to drop me off in the morning and all this, you know, what am I, you know kindergartner or whatever. <laughs> but I'm like, please at at the very worst it will be two hours i mean i'm praying that it does not take me two hours to run this dumb thing i'm hoping that you know it's more in the an hour and 30 range but unfortunately it does look like it's going to rain that day and so uh and again up in cincinnati the the weather is not looking great uh for that weekend and so i don't know we'll see i mean 
you know, I, I certainly don't want my family standing around in the rain, um, you know, waiting for my slow butt, you know, but, um, you know, we'll see. I mean, you know, the race starts at 7 a.m. and, you know, I will be done. God, I better be done before 9 a.m. I mean, my God, I hope so. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I'm stoked about that. And uh, yeah, and then also coming up this weekend, hey, hey, I am finally returning to the fray at Tejas Trails. Um, oh my God, I've missed these guys so much. Uh, my job has just been crazy. Anyway, um, yes, I'm going to go up and volunteer at Pandora's Box of Rocks, which is at Reveille Peak Ranch, which is sort of, I, I often describe it as what I would imagine to be running on the moon because it's sort of like all this granite with like these little holes that can kind of catch your toes and heels. Um, Lord knows I've left a lot of knee skin out there. So yeah. Um, but I'm going to be volunteering and probably running the four miler just because, um, I don't want to, you know, take forever. Actually, interestingly, sorry, that was my email at work. Hmm. Uh, a few years ago, I, uh, I, I won the four miler, um, mainly because I was running, I thought I probably mentioned this before, but I was running with these uh, ladies who were doing their first trail race and they were like road runners. And, uh, they made the mistake of, uh, stopping at the aid station two miles in, uh, you know, drink and eat or whatever. And I was just telling, are right, you rookies? I'm going to blow past you. And I did. And I, took first place. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, in the masters, you know, please let's not get too crazy. It was not that impressive of a finish, but, and they were so sweet and, and supportive and they were just like, yay, that's so great. And I'm like, thank you guys. You know, I don't want to tell them that I was like, you know, kind of working against them, but anyway, but I'm very excited to see, um, PJ and Chris and the whole crew. Um, also I just found out yesterday or the day before, um, that Tejas is going to be doing a trail building, clearing, blah, 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 uh, event, um, at the end of, uh, May. Uh, and they're also doing one at the end of September, I think. And, uh, I'm not going to be able to do that one, but I'm going to be at the one at the end of May for at least three days where we're, you know, doing, uh, trail work up at Camp Eagle, uh, which is outside of Rock Springs, Texas. Um, up in the land of no cell phone service. Yes. Um, but they've got these great dorms. I mean, it's like, you know, cabins, you know, you bunk, you don't care, you know? And, um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to participating in that as well. And, and like I said, I, I'm planning to be at a lot more of the Tejas races coming up. Even if I'm not running, I'm just going to be volunteering and whatnot. So, um, I feel like I'm kind of getting my groove back. Uh, my job has just been kind of insane the last three or four months. And so, uh, that's calmed down and, uh, yeah, so we'll, <laughs> we'll see how this all goes. Anyway, that's all I've got for now. I'll see you next time. Hey.